All right. Um, I guess are we basically ready to do ready to rock and roll? Ready to do everything. Ready. To Remember do episode five. Uh, episode five. Um, I can't believe we're up to fucking five episodes. Um, five episodes over a seven month span, give or take, something like that. Uh, I can tell you, actually, our first episode was uh, November, December, January, February. Yeah. Five episodes over four months. That's uh, you know. What, what do people? I mean, want for to us, uh, that sounds about right. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> that, that's about on pace. Okay, so. Uh, the glass rod. The glass rod. As you guys heard, this is our fifth episode. Uh, I am always. I. As always, I am Jeremy. That's I am sometimes Joel <laughs> from time to time. Uh, Occasionally, yeah. <laughs> when we're talking about Rodney, I'm definitely Joel. <laughs> yes. Uh, and this is the uh, glass rod. Yay! Uh, all right. So episode five. Episode five, uh, and we'll come up with the title later, as we always do. So this week, um, so as always, we have our two segments. We have the rod report, uh, and we have glass from the past. Uh, Joel uh, has not told us what the glass from the past is going to be. Uh, I'm super excited. And just so you all know, and by you all, I mean the five people still listening. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really excited for Glass from the Past because I'm giving it to Jeremy Cold and I'm pretty sure he's going to have a fucking heart attack. (laughs) I feel like this is going to be the most offensive Glass from the Past yet. I mean, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. And we've, I mean, we've got the, the, the ones we've had before. It's pretty all. good. It's pretty good. Or, right. or the, the other, their other possibility is you are going to take a large breath of air and resign yourself to this being inevitable. <laughs> One of those two things will, will happen. I already have resigned to myself to this being inevitable. We've Rodney had this might win. We were talking yeah, about this off about mic. This. You know, I was looking at our website. And we talk on the website about how the glass rod was created to explore the principle that Rodney is so much more than his most recent election he will inevitably lose. I'm not sure that's as inevitable anymore, Jeremy. Oh, man, I tell you. Those fundraising numbers, which as we talked about on the last episode we had, were shocking in in not a positive way. And also the other thing uh, that... we have going against us is the just the complete ineptitude of the Democratic Party. I was going to say, I mean, the, the other thing that we have to struggle with, or at least resign ourselves to, speaking of inevitable resignation, is the total lack of effort by the Democratic oh, yeah. Party to carry statewide races. Now, I will give them credit. 2020 is, uh, is this 2020? 2022. 2022. Sorry, COVID years. 2022 is going to be an absolute shellacking in a purple state, no matter what they do. Mm-hmm. But they could certainly do a lot more than what they're doing now, which, as per usual for the Arizona Democratic Party, unless you're talking about a Senate candidate or a presidential race, is essentially nothing. Yeah, I mean, realistically, for those uh, listeners who do live in Arizona and enjoy the same misery that Joel and I do, the only hope we ever had was that there would be some Republican, uh, Mark Burnovich level, completely useless, but not uh, objectively evil. Subjectively, maybe. Not. <laughs> We're going for subjective yeah, evil. Yeah, you know. <laughs> America 2022, yeah. subjective evil. <laughs> From three 
quarters, 75% of angles, Mark Brnovich looks evil, but there's a certain angle and a certain light. Um, I mean, the man can fake a nunchuck video <laughs> on YouTube. Can he? Can he? <laughs> I said fake. I said fake. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I think our biggest hope was some Republican of that ilk would rise to actually challenge and dethrone him, and, and Republicans would be smart enough to realize that they're being conned by a complete and utter con artist, but neither of those things is true. I mean, if Trump proved one thing, it's that Republicans love two-bit, untalented con men. I think our best hope at this point is that uh, Kelly Ward declares for Attorney General. <laughs> and that might be our one salvation. Oh, God bless Kelly Ward. So, after that depressing news, let's talk about the fun things. <laughs> so, we have two pieces uh, for the so Rod the Rod Report. Breaking news. Actually, breaking news as of February 4th when we were originally going to record this thing. Uh, and then I do have a little more breaking news. So, the, so the first thing... Enjoy. Before you get into that, Troy, once again, let's just go back to the fact that when we started this podcast, the number one question... Well, the number one question we're asking is... Why don't you find something else to do with your time? Why? Why? The number two question we're asked is, how are you going to find enough material to do a podcast on Rodney Glassman? And once again, we have a plethora of oh. videos and emails to choose oh, yeah. from. We could easily, uh, we could and should and have oftentimes talked about making this a bi-weekly podcast. And that is totally doable. We just suck at everything uh, we do. Um, yeah, and we have lives. Yeah. We yeah. have some people in our lives that love us for some strange reason and we try to reciprocate. Sure. Let's, let's go with that. Um, but the bottom line is, it's wow. yes. Date night with you, hot. Smoking hot date night, Jeremy Zarzicki. You know, what can I say? My girlfriend is a lucky, lucky woman. Oh my um, God. I don't know about luck, but she definitely is resilient. <laughs> Uh, inner strength is, is really it's what true. I the, people ask you know how do you make your like what do you do that supports and makes your partner better and I say I help them build character that's true that's true <laughs> you you are the hammer to her anvil my friend <laughs> where the rubber hits the road alright so we uh, but anyway we could have done essentially probably two to three podcasts in the last month instead we're doing it this one so we're going to cover the thing we would have covered if we were doing these temporarily and then we actually do have some somewhat breaking news alright so the first thing and Joel brought this to my attention back on February 4th OAN. And Joel, for the listener at home, what is OAN? Uh, One American News, OAN, is the, uh, is the website, is the broadcasting network, is the ostensible news network for the discriminating right-wing connoisseur for whom Fox News is just a little too commie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is, I don't want to say outright fascist propaganda, but it's outright fascist propaganda. I mean, it's fascist adjacent, yeah. if not fascist, period. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's OAN is not government-owned per se, but neither technically is RT, and right. I would say it's essentially the American version of RT. I mean, OAN would love to be government-owned. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they would love to crown Trump emperor yeah. and be owned by him. That would be great. That would fulfill all of their wild political <laughs> cuck fantasies. That's true. <laughs> There's one thing alpha males love. It's just sucking up to a less competent male. Also, and I know I'm like the five millionth person to make this observation. Don't they realize that 
by obsessing and calling other people cups cucks, they clearly are obsessed with that fetish. Yes. Like they are transmitting to all of us that that is their chosen fetish. Um yes, and you're not the first one to make that observation. No, like I said, I'm the five millionth person. But also at the same time, it's it's the same observation we made back when, you know. Uh, the Catholic Church protested too much about homosexuality, you know, and it's... uh, Wait a second. I just had a terrible thought. What does that say about us that we spend an inordinate amount of time obsessing and talking about Rodney Glassman? Oh. (laughs) Do we want to fuck Rodney Glassman? One second. I got to text my therapist real quick. (laughs) Um... All right, so Ugh. back to... Uh, God, I'm going to have nightmares today. Back, back to uh, what ostensibly apparently is porn for Joel and I. Uh, Rodney gave an interview on uh, OAN, which also does not roll off the tongue. No, it doesn't. Uh, OAN. Not only does One America Network, the whole name, but OAN is just a weird acronym. Yeah. Like it's, You could have come up with something better. Something like, a little less syphilis Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so anyway, the interview he gave... Uh, I'm I'm just going to play it. General Rodney Glassman outraises his Democrat opponent in campaign funds. I want to just point out, this is not a live interview. Oh, she tremendously outraised not only all of his Republican opponents, but his Democratic opponents. And as I think we talked about last episode or the one before that, he outraised all other Republicans combined. combined. I know, that's (laughs) terrifying. But no, I wanted to point out that this is... So for the viewers at home, uh, listeners at home, uh, this is not a... For Alex. For Alex. <laughs> uh, this is not a live broadcast. This is a video on a website that was pre-recorded and updated to the website. Um, and the reason I want to point that out is she stumbled. Yeah. In, in the, They can't even be bothered to... Do another take to make sure that it comes off as... Now, nothing we do comes off as professional. But I'd like to point out, we are not the leading voice of an entire party. Why bother with production values when you can make people afraid of dark people, stoke militarism, and hopefully kill a couple million Jews? And speaking of which... uh, Speaking of Jews, Rodney Glassman. (laughs) Rodney Glassman, why should we be afraid of dark people, stoke militarism, and kill a few million Jews? Yeah. Well, first he'd have to be a lawyer. Let's just <laughs> once again talk about Rodney Glassman has never really practiced right, law. Right. Um, also, the thing I enjoy about that uh, question is the fact that she clearly is reading it from one of his talking <laughs> yes, points. Yes. Uh, and again, I know you uh, at home cannot appreciate the, just the, the, the sublime genius of this video. They are not. This is not an interview. They c- clearly cut two different things together. They cut a canned video from Rodney and her asking these canned questions together to try to create an interview. And you'll see that at the end when she (laughs) thanks him to no response. (laughs) Well, let's hear what Rodney has to say. I'm running for Attorney General because I know the job of Attorney General is to protect... He does not know the job of Attorney General. He barely knew how to pronounce Attorney General (laughs) before Daddy told him to run for it. Fraud, which we're dealing with not only in Arizona but across the country, 
or Arizona's number one issue, illegal immigration. So here's a question I have. Yes, please, because I, I have some thoughts about this. We've already covered how his job is not to protect us from the government. Correct. And in no universe does anybody with any brain claim that the job of the Attorney General is to protect the people from the government, when actually the job of the Attorney General is to defend the government and prosecute the people. You are literally the attorney of the government. Of the government, for the government, yes. Um, But setting all that aside, he then immediately says that the two biggest things uh, he is concerned about that he must protect the government from are election fraud, which to me sounds like he's conceding that the government is committing election fraud. Correct. Uh, which I'm glad to see that uh, uh, Rodney Glassman's come around on the January 6th commission. <laughs> uh, and then second, uh, from illegal immigration. Now, now Joel, um, is the government the one that is uh, supposedly sneaking across our borders to take our jobs? The government is not sneaking across our borders to take our jobs, nor actually, despite Rodney saying this is the number one issue, is that in fact the number one issue for Arizonans, Jeremy? The number one issue for Arizonans, according wait, to... Wait, wait, wait. Critical race theory. Gallup poll uh, taken in May 2021, not critical race theory, because that would require Rodney to define critical race theory. Which, spoiler alert, we're going to get to that later in the same interview. (laughs) Go on. Number one issue is uh, jobs in the economy, which Rodney has no interest in, plan for, or desire to help in any meaningful way whatsoever. Uh, However... Gallup did poll Arizonans on their support for select immigration policies. And despite what Rodney, king of the assholes and head of the asshole committee, thinks of Arizonans and immigration, 86% of all Arizonans, not Democrats, not Republicans, 86% of all Arizonans support comprehensive immigration reform that includes a path to citizenship. Mm-hmm. So Rodney, as usual, can go fuck himself. Right. And, and, and this, and I don't mean to get on a soapbox here, because um, I've got other soapboxes <laughs> to get on. I mean, we get other than the us. fact that this whole podcast is, is an audio soapbox for you and I. Yeah. But setting that aside. <laughs> setting that aside. Um, this is something that's been true for a long time, really, since W was our president. Um, is that Arizonans are actually much more purple on immigration than, than what you would think. Every right. po- po- public policy poll, everything indicates this. The problem, as I feel like I need to point out for the umpteenth fucking time, is most Arizonans don't vote. Right. Uh, and more to the point, most Democrats don't bother to vote, donate, do anything on statewide elections, which is why, again, Rodney Glassman will be our next attorney. I mean, he. I think he probably will be our next attorney general at this point. Interestingly enough, before you continue with the um, interview with... Mm-hmm. Um, with <laughs> we use with, that word loosely. With one Mussolini at <laughs> <laughs> Issa Baba Invasion Force Network News. Uh, Arizonans do have views on the state's election laws oh. and on voter fraud and on elections. Um, despite what Rodney thinks... Arizonans believe uh, 77% of all Arizonans, again, not just Republicans or Democrats, but all Arizonans, support automatic voter registration when applying for a Mm -hmm. driver's license. And 73% of all Arizonans support sending all registered voters a ballot by mail while maintaining in-person voting options. So more than three-quarters of all Arizonans think 
Rodney is full of shit, not just Jeremy and Joel. Here's one thing that's actually fascinating on that. There's been some hard data, and I don't have it at my fingertips because I didn't bother to research. We don't do hard data. We do <laughs> slings and arrows and ad hominem yeah. attacks. Yeah. If you want real news, go to... I don't even know how to finish that sentence anymore. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm curious what you're going to Not pick. Not here. Uh, but what I will say is there is hard... Joe Rogan? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ivermectin. Ivermectin. The Rodney Glassman of Arizona. <laughs> um, but I was about to say, there is hard data that's come out since the, the you know, the, the, since Donald Trump had the election stolen away from him. Right, clearly. Uh, that shows Greatest that, crime of our time. <laughs> that shows that there's actually every reason to believe that if we do away with uh, Pebble, with the permanent early voting list, uh, basically open vote by mail in Arizona, it actually will quite possibly disadvantage the Republicans more because the overwhelming majority of people on Pebble are retired elderly people, which are about a 65 to 35% yeah. breakdown Republicans. Old white Republicans, yep. So, so not only is Rodney Glassman not protecting the people from the government, he's actually submarining <laughs> the interests of his own party. Well, what is currently his party. Right, I mean, Rodney doesn't have a party. Rodney has self-interest. <laughs> All right, what else you got for us? It's about protecting Arizonans at every level of government. So it's time to have a real fighter. It's time to have someone who understands what it is. So real quick, what I love about that is it's about protecting Arizonans at every level of government. And when he says that, what he means is every level except for counties and city government. Right. Because as we've already covered, he's completely against them being allowed to set their own laws right. and regulations. Because... You know, Tucson City mask mandate, right. Pima County vaccine mandate. That's just one step away from Stalinism. Right. So in order, if there's one thing we know, what prevents Stalinism is government authoritarianism to prevent Stalinism. Listen, unless I have the freedom to breathe in a deadly virus and cough it into the mouth of my elderly grandmother, then this is fucking Stalinist <laughs> Russia. He's going to be our next attorney general. So this country has some real issues and challenges when it comes to critical race theory, when it comes to... Do we? I mean, yes, <laughs> if you believe that we shouldn't talk about race, then yeah. I suppose we have some real challenges in this country. If you believe that African Americans and Hispanic Americans and Native Americans have no history, then yes, I suppose that you are confronted with a series of challenges on a daily basis. I would also like to point out that uh, in this uh, OAN piece, that while she's saying this, they're posting what I assume are stock photographs. And by looking at the trees in the background, uh, I'm pretty sure stock photographs, not even from Arizona. Sure. Um, and in the stock photo that I've paused on right now, there are three signs. The first is, we the parents stand up, being held by a man that looks like he probably hasn't fathered a child in 30 plus years. And he's, uh, he is actively um, seeking out your children for nefarious purposes. <laughs> right. Uh, stop teaching what I assume is critical race theory. Again, sign held by a woman that looks like she's probably in her 70s, yes. if, if not older. And then the one that I appreciate the most out of all this is the last sign that says STEM, not CRT. Just to be clear, they're not teaching either one of those things in Arizona public schools because 
as the Republican Party has made clear time and time again, science is the tool of the commies. I was about to say, aren't these fucking jackalopes against <laughs> yeah. science? Oh, yeah. Science has given us global warming and COVID-19. Yeah. Why would they want science? Yeah. After it the- should say Jesus, not CRT. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> White. I'm sorry, 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 sorry. White Jesus, not uh, CRT. Maybe she left a period off. Maybe it's supposed to be Saint M. Ah, Saint M. Mm-hmm. That's good. The, the patron saint of uh, slaughtering In- English Mennonite <laughs> Jesus. Yes. yes. <laughs> Parents' rights. When there are questions surrounding the curriculum at schools, how do you give parents faith that they can turn to you as attorney general? Oh, this is a good part. This is my yeah, that's hard parents part. can go to. Hold on, hold on. We talked over that a little bit. Let me back that up for a second. And this is how you know she's reading from uh, <laughs> things that were given to her. Keep in mind, we're going for 40-minute roll time here. Right, right, right. <laughs> Quite often, the only person parents can go to... Quite often, the attorney general is the only person parents can go to. I mean, that sounds a little deep state totalitarian (laughs) to me. That sounds awful big brother, which is that the parents who are concerned about their children should be going to the most powerful government lawyer. Oh, and that's the only person they can go to. Jesus, Emmanuel Goldstein would be spinning in his fucking (laughs) grave right now. Now, in his defense, he says this before, we've talked about it before, Rodney has a strange, idiotic, you know, uh, of mice and men, Lenny genius, because he knows that for most people, that is the beginning and the end of while they vote for him. Mm-hmm. He supported Trump, they will support him. Mm-hmm. And he knows that. And it's a fucking, it's tragic, and it's going to be the death of us all, and he's not wrong. And again, we've done no research on this, but how is the... We've done no research on anything, but go ahead. In my mind, just how is it conceivable that none of the other Republicans contributed to Trump's campaign? That's got to be an out-and-out lie, Especially that sexy... Who was the really sexy Sexy army guy? guy, The sexy gun guy. God damn. I'd let him put a ballot in me. (laughs) Or two. Or two. I do double double penetration balloting with sexy gun guy. <laughs> vote early, vote off. Vote early, right, vote off, and especially with your Mac Ten. <laughs> my wife and I have two daughters. We live school choice. Uh, my wife's on a charter school board. I've proposed a new office here in Arizona at the Attorney General's office. We called the Parent Education Advocacy Office. That is the most. Double speak fucking 1984 shit that he has come out with so far. Education advocacy office. And also, to be clear, going back to how terrible Republicans are at acronyms, (laughs) PEO? Parent Education. Yeah. Piao? Piao. 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 That's fucking French. That's commie. Pow. Communist. Pow. Pow. Parent organization for winners. That's what they should have done. Pow! Again, as always, Rodney, if you ever want to hire us for your campaign. Rodney, we will sell out to you in a heartbeat. heartbeat. You're going to win anyway, so we might as well get paid. (laughs) We just want some of that million plus dollars, baby. (laughs) We just just want some of that dirty, dirty agro business (laughs) money before the world is poisoned. As you're probably familiar, attorney generals across the state have consumer fraud divisions. 
divisions. They have election integrity divisions. But as rogue school districts are requiring masks, as are pushing vaccines, and, and frankly are trying to force critical race theory down the throats of our students, I believe that every parent should be able to call their attorney, the attorney general, to be their advocate. You broke down a bit. I mean, Rodney clearly wants to be deep-throated by critical race theory. Oh, yeah. can, we, can we agree on that? Yeah. He wants to gag on the slimy, drooly cock of critical race right. theory. All right. Also, how does this play out? Like in, in, in Rodney's dystopian hellscape. <laughs> while he's gagging on the cock of critical race theory. Well, 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 somebody has him in bondage and is telling him he's a dirty, dirty slave owner. <laughs> Does the parent pick up the phone and go, yes, they told my child that it's not right to make fun of black kids, and then they, what, the attorney general arrests and prosecutes? I think that's exactly right. Jesus. I think then he goes and arrests, himself. he goes down himself, <laughs> he arrests that eight-year-old with that 70-year-old white woman <laughs> with the, you know, stem not CRT sign, right. and they both do a public whipping of this five-year-old boy right. because of the fact that they had the temerity to suggest to school children that we do not denigrate people on the basis right. of race. Right. Because yeah. <laughs> remember, he is the attorney for the He's people. He's the attorney for not the people. Not that five-year-old that thinks that right. we should stop making fun of black kids. Fuck that kid. <laughs> that kid can go right back to wherever he came Fucking from. Fucking hook him up to the whipping post, <laughs> that kid. Bit of what the role of attorney general means. The AG of a state sets the tone for the rest of its leaders. Uh, also, no. 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 <laughs> no. I mean, it's, it's really, it shouldn't be surprising, but it still remains a little bit surprising to me at how none of these people, whether it's running for office like Rodney or the people who comment on one fascist network, could pass Civics 101 and have any idea how this government works. Yeah. So, for those of you that might have heard that and aren't critically analyzing it, that the, the Attorney General sets the tone for the government... Um, and I know we've got most of our listeners are fairly politically savvy, but even amongst our politically savvy base, can any of you think of a single time where the attorney general was the one that set the tone in the history of Arizona? Name an Arizona attorney general who is not Terry Goddard. <laughs> Just one. Just one. Just one. Even, name even one. the current one. Can you name, yeah, the, can current? You name the current one? I'll give you a hint. He loves nunchucks. <laughs> Not true, but go ahead. When I talk about illegal immigration, I believe we need to build the wall. Again, uh, Attorney General, uh, Joel, <sighs> do Attorney Generals build walls? Attorney Generals don't build walls. Also, Rodney is the softest of soft boys, and I say this as a soy boy. He couldn't build a fucking wall if his life depended on it. Do you think he couldn't build a wall for his fucking cat? He couldn't build a wall for his fucking garden. Let Let's also be clear. This is a man whose who's sole achievement prior to getting involved in politics was driving an ice rink into the ground. He was the, he was the Francisco Franco of Tucson Ice. <laughs> yes. So this was a man who couldn't even be bothered to talk to contractors to maintain an ice rink. Oh my, he couldn't, he couldn't even attract the loyalty of 12-year-old hockey players, <laughs> let alone the loyalty of enough masons to build a fucking wall on the border with Mexico. Forcing laws that are already on the books 
When I went to law school, is you came here illegally, you were arrested, you were incarcerated, and then you were barred. Okay, this is I mean, something... None of that's true, that, but... Yeah, but go is, on. This is something I cannot let go. Also, we went to law school yes. with Rodney. Yes, we all, us three, all went to law school at the same time. You might recall, uh, listeners sitting at home, this is in the, the, the bygone days of 2006-2007. Uh, well into uh, George W. Bush's uh, second uh, term of his presidency, when we were on the cusp of decriminalizing illegal immigration through comprehensive immigration reform. And George W. Bush, who incidentally, not to defend the man, but deported fewer people than Obama in his administration. Yes to all of that. And unlike our listeners, like Jeremy said, we have a unique experience because we went to law school with Rodney. And do you want to know what Rodney was doing during law school? He wasn't fretting and twiddling his thumbs over the lack of a wall in the southern border. The dipshit was on his cell phone all day, <laughs> setting up dates at Fleming Steakhouse yes. so he could fucking woo people into believing that he would make a successful Democratic, Democratic. candidate yep. for Tucson City Council. Yeah. That's what that fucker was doing in law school. He was the guy that everybody made fun of because he wouldn't put his fucking cell phone down because he was making reservations at the fucking city's douchiest steakhouse. Also, again, it's not to keep beating a dead horse, but I mean, what, else? Is, what else is this podcast? <laughs> That's the name of this podcast. The Glass Rod, a.k.a. Beating Beat a, dead a Dead Horse. horse. Uh, but <laughs> amongst the people who were calling for the end of criminalizing and arresting uh, illegal immigrants, uh, undocumented immigrants during this time, was Rodney Glassman. I mean, it was unbelievable. It's just, it's unbelievable. And then going back to, to, to the, to the you know, just horror show that we've come to, which is wrestling with the concept that he might win, like, the transparent lies that he's telling are going to make no difference whatsoever oh, yeah. because he pulled in $1.2 million of developer money yes. and industrialist money and agribusiness money and big oil money. Yes. Uh, because, oh man. Because capitalism. Because yeah, quite capitalism. frankly, because capitalism. Capitalism. Now live in a country where if you come here illegally, this administration rents you hotel room. That is... Patently false. What hotel room are they renting? Actually, oh, keep going. Keep hold going. Hold on. He, he's about to tell yeah, us. Yeah, keep going. In Scottsdale. In Scottsdale. <laughs> I mean, yes, the Phoenician is filled <laughs> with Guatemalan grandmothers seeking asylum. I, I, I will say. You cannot get a reservation at the Princess Golf Club. Oh, yes. To shoot nine holes, let alone 18, because there's so many damn Salvadoran refugees Camped out on the fucking um, golf course. Back last summer, um, uh, my beloved girlfriend and I, who, as we've already talked about, I'm an amazing boyfriend, too. I mean, beloved, oppressed, put upon, <laughs> suffering. There's a lot of adjectives. I mean, right. Uh, <laughs> we, during the peak of summer, uh, because it's cheap as anything, because nobody wants to be in Scottsdale in the peak of summer, we are up there for something else. So we decided uh, we were going to stay at one of the resorts up there because it was more, like a yeah, 60% yeah, discount. And uh, you know who else was taking advantage of that 60% discount? 
Not the fucking Guatemalans. <laughs> not the El Salvadorans. Not the fucking Hondurans. <laughs> nope. Not the people whose countries we've destroyed over 120 years of military and economic imperialism. And now Ronnie wants to vilify and kill in order to build a political career off of. Not those fucking people. It turns out that hotel was full of people in MAGA hats and Oakley sunglasses. Rodney goddamn Glassman's. <laughs> God, I wish they would require people with private sector jobs to get vaccinated. And also, to be clear, they don't ask the people that come here illegally to get a vaccine because they just vaccinate right. them. Exactly, exactly. Big issue here in Arizona, all across our state. And that's why, as Attorney General, I'll be working with the state legislature not only uh, to make sure that the feds are enforcing laws, but also creating laws of our own. How? How? You go, because I think we're about to say the same thing. We've already covered that Rodney Glassman doesn't enforce federal laws. Right. How does the state legislature do that? How does the state attorney general force the federal government to enforce federal law? I mean, I know Rodney didn't go to law school. He went to <laughs> law school in the same way that he earned a PhD from the University of Arizona's Environmental Studies Department. And by the way, this is a podcast, so you can't see the giant fucking air quotes that I'm making right now. I know he didn't go to law school, but I mean, this shit, again... <sighs> um, I, I assume... He, it's exhausting. I assume he forces the federal government to enforce federal laws the same way that he does everything else, which is by texting them incessantly <laughs> on his cell phone. By inviting the Flemings for inviting a, for, for a two-martini lunch. Uh, and then uh, maybe paying some of them off. Oh, my God. But that's going to require our local law enforcement. Rodney, thank you. What is the... <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't have been less impressed. Kudos, kudos to Mussolini's advocate over there. She couldn't have been less impressed. <laughs> so... Thank you, Caitlin Sinclair, for that in-depth analysis (laughs) of our future Attorney General. Now, having said that, I want to bring to the breaking news that we we broke a week ago, but (laughs) by our standards. Breaking for us. Um, Rodney Glassman issued a response to the President's State of the Union. Oh, God. Again, well outside of his wheelhouse. Really not something an attorney general should I'm be sure the civilized with. world was just waiting with bated breath to hear Rodney Glassman's response to fucking Joe Biden. And I will read basically it in its entirety. And for those of you that think, oh man, this podcast has already gone long enough. How long are we going to be stuck here? The short answer to that is not long. <laughs> you shouldn't have started listening in the first yeah, place. Because the entirety of this press release is four paragraphs. And, and almost every paragraph is its own sentence. With... with Two exceptions. First, he points out that Joe Biden took the stage to address, and one thing is not is clear, America is not building back better. Clever. Real clever. <laughs> First one never say that, Rod. Uh, in less than two years, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have led the charge on a radical leftist agenda. Have they? <laughs> I mean, I would check with AOC and Bernie Sanders, but they're pretty disappointed. Hold on, I'm going to look right. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, they haven't. Uh, I mean, I guess roads are a radical left agenda? Yes, building roads. Again, keeping, keeping interest rates at a bargain basement price in order to falsely inflate Wall Street assets so the 1% get even richer, leftist agenda? Yeah, yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Um, 
has that has opened our borders, sunk our economy. Uh, I would just like to po note that we have the single most robust economy in about twenty years. Didn't we gain like, like a gazillion jobs yeah. last month? Yeah, right. um, and has allowed for unprecedented amounts of government overreach. Now you'll notice he cites to no actual examples with any of this. United States watching disappointment as policies that stripped them of their constitutional right. Constitutional rights were labeled as quote success end quote. Um, which first of all is just a grammatically poorly constructed. <laughs> I don't sentence. even I don't even know what he's talking about. Uh, and yes, and none of us know what you're talking about. And then here's my favorite part of this: it is impermissible that the office of the president prides itself on eradicating our God-given rights, <laughs> which. I, I will note, dying from a plague, according to the Bible, is a God-given God right. Yep. So I guess that he's, he's on par with that. I mean, the Egyptians had a God-given right to have their firstborn smited because they wouldn't <laughs> let the Jews go. Rodney's a Jew, therefore, I see the fucking connection, <laughs> so Rodney. So now he's going to carry out the smiting of all of your firstborn. Now, oh, now he's going to kill all firstborn Egyptians. <laughs> which, let's be honest, would... Uh, be a great plank for a MAGA crowd. It would. If he ran on killing all, all firstborn first Egyptians, he'd win the fucking Democratic, yeah. the Republican primary tomorrow. Yep. Uh, blah, blah, blah. <sighs> then I'm going to cut to the end. Uh, as Attorney General, I'm 100% committed to stopping the Biden slash Harris administration. Is Kamal Harris still in this administration? I thought, I thought his number one job was, was, was defending us from the government, not indicting Joe Biden and Kamala Harris for not being fascists. Um, okay. <laughs> Slow my roll. <laughs> to be clear, he didn't say it's the number one priority. He agrees, I would assume, that the number one priority is immigration. He's just saying he is 100% committed to not doing that uh, thing that good. he just said that's good. super important. Good. Uh, and, and to finish out the sentence, inflicting their big government, which is capitalized for some reason. Again... Kink shaming, go on. Yes. Power grab and protecting you, in all caps, from the government. I mean, to his credit, he communicates like a 12-year-old, which is in line with his mm -hmm. base's intellectual and emotional abilities. Um, so, the main reason why I wanted to draw your attention to this was to cite my favorite part about all this, which we've already mentioned. Uh, no evidence, no specific yeah. examples. And as Joel pointed out when we were off mic, or maybe on mic, I forget when I started recording... Just an amazing collection of buzzwords. It's just all buzzwords. He's amazing at the buzzwords. It's it's every statement, every press release, every interview is a Mad Libs of yes. MAGA buzzwords. Yes, that's actually that is that is the metaphor I was looking for. It is it is MAGA Mad Libs. I think that is perfectly encapsulating Rodney. Our future Attorney General. Our future, the next gentleman. Attorney General of Arizona. Oh God! All right. Well. That's it for the... <laughs> <laughs> I think what, uh, what Jeremy's saying is that's it for the Rod Report. And now it's time for... Blast from the Past! Blast from the Past! Now, Jeremy, we've talked about how Rodney has a tremendous amount of blood on his hands. <laughs> we've talked about how he's responsible for plague, <laughs> for war, <laughs> for presidential assassination. Oh, I'm excited about this. We have not talked about the cultural apocalypse that Ooh. Rodney is responsible for. We have not talked about how he has ripped out the soul of our popular culture and mm -hmm. turned it into a steaming dog pile of just utter garbage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I want you to think back to 1999. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
What happened in 1999 that ripped the cultural soul out of this nation, that exposed us as a bunch of racist airheads who had no respect for real history, no respect for real art, and were just beholden to capitalism for the sake of pure money-grubbing greed. What was created in 1999 that shattered your childhood, that disillusioned you when it came to art, and that made you think that maybe we are all fucking doomed after all? Is this about Britney Spears? Nope. It is about a character that most people don't know was created by Rodney Glassman to dispirit and destroy our souls. In 1999, Rodney Glassman created Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> people think it was George Lucas. It wasn't. Rodney Glassman is the creator of Jar Jar fucking Binks. <laughs> So first off, let me just say, this is going to be the single most unpopular thing I've ever expressed <laughs> on this podcast. And I know our listenership, and there are several that are going to be pissed about this. Are we about to fight? Because we've known each other for many years, and we've never fought before. So I am... I don't want to... Cut the mic. Cut his mic. <laughs> Cut his fucking mic. Fuck it, we're doing it live. Fuck it, we're doing it live. I, uh, I don't want to go as far as to say I am a Phantom Menace uh, apologist, because it is a terrible movie. What I will you are say, treading on thin ice, my friend. What I will say is Attack of the Clones uh, and Rise of Skywalker are both far worse movies than Phantom Menace. So I don't hate Phantom Menace as much as most people. But what I do agree with is the fact that Jar Jar Binks is the single worst part of one of the top three worst Star Wars movies of all time. And normally, normally... Uh, I know some of the things we say in, in the blast from the past are, how do I put this, implausible. Right. Uh, uh, unbelievable. Right. They're all true. Right? They're, all, they're all absolutely true. Th thoroughly researched. We do take creative license. Right. Uh, there's a little bit of elaboration. Sure. Okay. Was Broadney Glassman alive at the time the Panama Canal was constructed? Probably. Yeah, I mean, who knows? It's, the, the, our historical we're, records don't go back. We're not mathematicians. Right, <laughs> right. Um, but what I will say is this rings truer than anything because uh, it explains why Jar Jar Binks was uh, such a caricature of uh, sort of the, the minstrel style of, of uh, black American. Uh, and it also explains uh, Jar Jar's entire arc of fucking up the government. There you go. So... You know, I mean, I know you said I would be mad, uh, and, and I'm mad that we're talking about this, make no mistake, but I don't even need to go to Google. I don't even need to ask any of our overworked interns that spend countless hours pulling these facts for us. I know this is true in my heart. Rodney Glassman is the Gungan who will defend you <laughs> from the Empire. He is, he is the... The brave Senator Palpatine <laughs> of our time. He is he is the Senator Palpatine for our time. I like that. I because like that. Just like how Senator Palpatine was there to protect you from the government, from foreign influences, <laughs> uh, from the scourge of the Sith. From the scourge of the Sith and from what we all knew to be the actual liberatory project of right. Leia and Han actually 
it was just fascism ascendant. Yes. Rodney Glassman. Yes. Um, Rodney Glassman, Jar Jar Binks, uh, Paul Gosar. We're all gonna die. <laughs> I feel like that's. I feel like Full that's circle. the equation. Full circle. <laughs> yep. All right. So, <laughs> Jesus. Um, also, the main difference between Rodney Glassman and Jar Jar Binks is Jar Jar did actually inadvertently, but nonetheless, accomplish something. Like, he, he... Eh, I mean, Jar Jar basically accomplished alienating a whole generation of fans from right. the franchise they grew but, up and but loved. But within the confines of the movie, he, for example, actually fought in a military conflict, which is something Rodney Glassman's never even come close to, uh, served uh, with distinction, which is also something Rodney Glassman's never done, uh, and then went on, uh, prior to accidentally throwing the entirety of the Republic into the Empire's hands, to be a... To win an election, to be the senator from Naboo. <laughs> that might all be true, and I just want to point out that the ten listeners we had at the beginning of this episode have now disappeared because we've gone from a topic that almost nobody cares about, Rodney Glassman, to a topic that everybody wants to actively forget, right. Jar Jar Binks. Right. <laughs> uh. Joel and Jeremy, keeping you entertained since never. <laughs> the... <laughs> The Glass Rod, the Jar Jar Binks of Podcast. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks of Podcast. I think that's where we wrap it up. Yeah, we're done. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we will see you all next moon. We'll see you next, next time. Next time. <laughs> now Portland, Oregon gets more solar dollars. Then Phoenix or Tucson get through you. We all love the Grand Canyon so, so much. To visit with family and don't need uranium mining tonight!